Welcome to Dreadlore. As the Red Rit. It is our our weekly Monday podcast that we do uh here on Twitch. So everybody, this is Dreadlore's The Red Rit. Uh special thanks to the cast and arbiter, uh Bill Buncombe, Andrea Elliott Johnson, Daniel Hulker, Drizzle, and Ken Howell. Uh, score is by all lowercase letters and Mr. Interrupt. Uh, special thanks to our Patreon members. Uh, please visit our patreon.com slash dreadlore uh, with members M. Roberts, Daniel Hulker, and Nostalgic. Uh, thank you, Couchfire Media, for art and media production, as well as Trois Reblay Productions, um, who who comes up with the story has written the book Dreadlore, which is the uh, tabletop role playing game that we play every single week. Uh, welcome to the red writ. And uh, please stay tuned. We're, we got a couple of announcements before we get started. <clears throat> sure. Anybody have anything that they want to talk about before we go? Anything pressing? Anything any promotion? Any, any promotions? Any sponsors? Mm. Hey, Holger, who's the sponsor? You want me to give out the sponsor tonight? Yeah, I mean, they yeah. pay for it. Yeah, okay. Tonight's sponsor. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Tonight's sponsor is a very special episode. Very special episodes were often part of a sitcom season in the 80s and the 90s, where characters deal with or are confronted by a hot-button issue of the day and then slowly realize how wrong it is to engage in said issue or activity over the course of one episode. At the end of the episode, an 800 number is given for those who need help pertaining to the issue covered. We will use this episode tonight to highlight the dangers of role-playing games to the people who play them. I was introduced to role-playing games long ago on the schoolyard by an older kid who wore loose-fitting clothes and handed me a character sheet. He said the first one was free. I should have told my parents and the principal about that older kid, but I did not. He went on to recruit an entire party. I should have just stayed with a kid who was selling extra candy from Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing funny about this we don't have the 800 number someone is in need and there's not an 800 number for them to call well so I right. caught most of that and I think I know what you said <laughs> uh, thank you how should we call this sponsor? What was it called again? A very special episode. Oh, a very special episode. What What is going on with your background? Everything. Where Where are you? Are you in a mall? Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> is, that a, is that a mall? Is that a Fortnite mall? <laughs> it, probably. 
<laughs> Actually, it kind of works. Uh, hey, how about everybody introduce yourselves? We haven't introduced ourselves yet, but uh, yeah, I'm Ken Hal, and I am playing a character named Nord Zetterberg. He is uh, from <clears throat> Sweden, not Switzerland. Uh, I don't know why the two countries get confused because they are not necessarily that very. It's like it's like the difference between Ohio and Tennessee, really. Um, right, but there is kind of no difference, right? There is a difference. Um, one's a landlocked country. The other one has quite a bit of of uh, fjords and and. Uh, You're a fjord. <laughs> oceanfront property. So I mean, you pick one. One's a little bit more north, but they're both cold in the winter time. Probably cold in the summertime, or at least populated by populated by the Swiss. Yeah, one one of them houses the Ark, like they built an Ark, uh, and uh, their Ark actually floats. But I live in Kentucky, who also we built an Ark here, but it's made out of concrete and does not float. So yeah, that's Nord in a nutshell. He's also a journalist and a drug addict. <laughs> Poker. My name is Daniel, and I play a character known as Tony Cerniak. He is a Border Patrol officer, although it's unsure for how much longer at this rate. You, what are you doing with your microphone? Yeah, And where no, did you get that microphone? It's a cool mic. I got this. I got this from a kid on the schoolyard, okay? Nice. It was the same well, kid who told him to be uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, set it down and 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 give it give it some breathing room. I think that's, that's yes. <laughs> that's a really cool looking mic, though. Yeah, uh, my character is Tony Turniak. He is a former priest, and he is now a border guard. And uh, he is also uh, chasing demons despite leaving the priesthood. That's right, uh, yeah. Andrea. Yo, I am Andrea Elliott Johnson, and I play uh, Leah Mizrahi, who is a former IDF soldier and uh, um, Mossad agent. She, uh, uh, yeah, she she left Israel to hopefully find a better life and you know live in a more peaceful atmosphere, and found neither. Uh, well, maybe she found a better life. I don't know. You know, well, I guess we'll see how things end up. I mean, supposedly her husband's probably dead of a sort. Um, and her daughter is, you know, forever traumatized. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I'm sure things will work out just fine. And Drizzle? Uh, I'm Drizzle. I play Simon Vincent, the hard-boiled detective who is now a PI. Uh, just killed a vampire or something in the sewers. Uh, so it's going to be hard for him to be skeptic very much longer. <laughs> don't blame me I'm not the one who cut a dude's head off <laughs> with a scythe speaking of last we left a group of intrepid is the wrong word um, uh, misguided and uh, tragic <clears throat> heroes yet to be seen <laughs> You guys were uh, under the earth. You were in a sewer of sorts, a, a large sewer. You had just come out of the Blue Note jazz club where you assume that the, the singer 
the lounge singer Levi has gone on and Nord assumes that Levi's song is a kind of siren song. Um, there's, there's no proof whatsoever of any of this, but that doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, Tony and Mariah <clears throat> were getting attacked by <laughs> the wait staff and some of the people that were staying, uh, that, that had attended the show. Um, Leah luckily came in and, and aided them fight off these people and uh leah executed them um in typical leah fashion it's 11 50 p.m at this point in the story it's 10 minutes to midnight uh within the past 18 hours leah has murdered more than a handful of people executing them uh, she's literally running out of bullets. <laughs> she did so in front of her daughter. Her daughter had a fit. Um, <clears throat> and it was an interesting moment where Leah realized this and actually made a connection with her daughter, Mariah. Um, soothed her and essentially told her everything was going to be okay. Tony, Leah, and Mariah then attempted to join Nord and Simon, who were investigating the bowels of this sewer, trying to find out where the sewer led from uh, the Blue Note. <clears throat> Simon knew that, or guessed correctly, the reason that places in Detroit are connected via sewer to the river is because of the, their pre-prohibition, or their prohibition tunnels. Simon and Nord <clears throat> discover several traps, prohibition-style traps. Nord discovers a swinger something or another party going on. Good picture. Yeah, masquerade party. Doesn't tell anyone about it. <clears throat> uh, it's going on in the sewer. They're wearing tribal gear uh, out of like a 1940s whitewashed movie is what it looks like. Uh, this is what the real Hawaiians look like, or something. And uh, he just shut them in the room, and Simon and Nord <laughs> jammed the door so they couldn't get out. They kept on going. Eventually, uh, everyone meets up at these crossroads. Uh, there's this weird fog that's rolled in. This Lost Boys-style group of miscreants uh, living in the sewers come out of the shadows and they start acting very weird uh, and aggressive. Nord shoots one with a shotgun. Um, in retrospect, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <clears throat> uh, these guys were making not so veiled threats at you all not leaving the sewers alive. Um, that said, they hadn't actually done anything when Nord <clears throat> rounded on uh, the fellow in front of Simon and shot him point blank with a shotgun. To no one's surprise but Simon, he didn't seem to flinch. 
So Simon ran up with a scythe that he just picked up, like a uh, like like the the boss level in Doom Two, and chopped the dude's head off. <laughs> This is that moment. <clears throat> blood is just splattered everywhere. Black blood. Maybe it's just the darkness, Simon. It is very dark in the sewer. Um, for all of you, there are these Edison-style bulbs strung down uh, the ceiling. You're at the crossroads. It's pretty obvious where the Prohibition tunnels go, though. Uh, it follows the Edison bulbs. Um, off down either tunnel, it does look like Perhaps people have lived there. There might be something to investigate or look at. Um, then the body, that the decapitated body, that falls in front of you, turns into ash and maggots before your eyes. Uh, there has been drugs. You know you've been drugged. You know it, you're tired. Is this the truth? You stand there, Simon, holding a scythe, uh, this archaic weapon. Um, it has this weird sheen to it. Uh, it's cold iron, you were told, sheen to it. Um, think of it like uh, Damascus steel. And you can see the ripples in the blade. Yeah, you got it over there. And you see the blood dripping off. Um, We'll say that the blood is actually dripping up. <laughs> and like droplets of it are like going to the ceiling. There are guttural snorting and uh, uh, growling sounds all around all of you from these four remaining people dressed in all black. It looks like a bad Hot Topic commercial just in the sewer. Their eyes are glowing red as they're like predators starting to encircle you. Um, when the one way out front who seems like their leader, uh, this Eastern European-looking fellow, he's got a widow's peak, his, uh, his, his hair is slicked back in... in stereotypical fashion. Yeah, this is the 80s. This is a new goth thing. They've all got fishnet on. <clears throat> Yells out in this hollow voice, stop. And all of these people stop frozen in their tracks. Their eyes sort of die down. And that's the moment that you guys are in. So the action well, is on you. Uh, Leah actually wasn't with us or are you that's right thank you for telling me that you get a pill okay we'll get to leah leah actually stayed up top uh because andrea had to go uh leah disappeared before tony and mariah left leah disappeared out the office door into the blue note um so we'll get to her in a minute okay the Did rest mariah of you though go? that's what's going yeah. on Okay. Uh, let us pass, or we'll have to f finish you all. <clears throat> There's some snickering uh, 
echoing off the walls from too many voices, too many throats. The leader out in front, probably 50, 60 feet, it looks like, cloaked in this fog that is it's chest high, dark. You can just see his eyes pink and, 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 and red, almost like they're glowing. You can see his features, the outlines of his face. He has a scowl on his face of disgust. He's not laughing, but the rest of these guys are at you. Action still on all of you. You can. Continue. We are trying to stop the ritual that's going on. Are you a part of it? <clears throat> what do you bid? <clears throat> I will bid uh, detective because I'm trying to gather information. This fellow, he bidding detective. He takes a couple steps forward, and you can see his features in the Edison light. Strange features, this man. It's hard to pinpoint what race he is. At first, you were thinking, well, he's Eastern European, and he looks that way. But there's something else there. Uh, bidding detective, a word pops in your mind, more. Something from the old world. He's clearly got a mixed race, but in his gait, the way he moves, there's something anachronistic, something out of date. He cocks his head to the side, uh, like a predator eyeing you, you know, like over his nose with both eyes, ignoring your question and your statement. He says, where did you get that thing? As he dramatically points at the scythe. Well, I can show it to you closer if you would like, but I uh, prefer not to have to. From all I around. I prefer not to have to. Uh, they are edging ever closer to you, Nord and you, Tony. And I'm assuming Mariah is like in front of someone in the middle of you guys. I'll pull out my uh, Dirk. Ching. You do? We, uh... I, I also pull out my sidearm. We got about ten minutes, guys. Uh, and then I, I would like to bid um, Justice, which is my... or my demeanor, uh, which is unsettling. Uh, and and to activate uh, counterpoint, which uh, and say we've got about ten minutes. Uh, so sure we can fight now, but I, I, I don't think any one one of us want to be here uh, after ten minutes when everything gets turned upside down. <clears throat> the white doe has got a plan, some ritual thing that's going on right now and if we don't stop it everything's going to be different and as you say that, as you say this Nord uh, go ahead and throw it down um, Simon with detectives still active you're hearing 
what you what you're getting with this so you're aware is you're going to be getting insights into what's going on because you've been detected um it's not necessarily going to convince him of anything yeah uh unless that's what you want to do as nord is talking you do see these creatures or these humans bottom dwellers look around at each other quickly very very quickly almost like insect like movements and then they look back at their leader who's languid movements very flowing he is arcing an eyebrow he's still pointing this finger at the scythe but he's listening white doe some people speak? call no. some people call her lady callie lady uh, callie i have heard of lady callie she's uh she's some would say native and and she's she's mystical she's got the power to 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 i guess devour the dead perhaps so, I mean, I just presuming here, you know, mere mortal standing here. I I know you can smell this on me, um, but I I would say that's a bad gig for you guys. Uh, just just saying. As as you say that stuff, uh, Simon, you see them. You can tell they're they're ready to pounce at this guy's command. Um, Tony, are you doing anything? I got my gun out. Yep, you have your gun out, loaded, safety off. I guess it's a revolver, so it have safety. Um, we don't, we don't need to fight. We can go. Uh, apparently this is a wrong turn. Maybe you could join us. Uh, I think that would be cool. He, this guy, you know, eyeing you all... You can tell, uh, Nord. What did you get with your successes? Uh, I, I got a, comp- uh, I got a one and a three. Uh, <laughs> uh, but can I bid uh, when plans go awry to make that two? <clears throat> make that two, and then sure. uh, actually, I did. Uh, I get one success with um, the counterpoint, so I got one okay. success. <clears throat> but I did so, so three. Yeah, so three. Yep. Uh, 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 uh. Holker, will you roll me a d8? And Andrea, will you roll me a d10? Ah. Eight. Uh, so, okay. <clears throat> so the threshold is six. Oh, nice. The way we're uh, rolling with this... The way we're rolling with this is, Nord, you're essentially doing the convincing, and uh, at, at present, and Simon, you're perceiving kind of what's going on. So that's how I'm going to play this until you guys change it up. Right. We um, we can we can talk about this all night long, but ten minutes, I promise you, your world is going to. You hear him like make this hissing sound as the rest of them. Uh, and I will, I will spend uh, a breath, I guess, to, to go to limbo. Yeah. Uh, as you drop breath, 
you feel this pat, 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 on your, your hand, Nord. You look down and see that there's blood as Simon and maybe Tony, depends on where you're looking, Tony. You see that Nord's bleeding quite a bit out of his nose. Maybe a little out of his ear. I got it nowhere. Nord, perhaps this has happened before. You've been through a lot. Extreme stress, whole situations and such. As this guy, hearing your words, Nord. Simon, you see him visibly relax his posture. The finger's still pointed, but his posture's relaxed. Everything seems to breathe out and relax just a little bit. They kind of move off away from you, just enough to where it's not immediate danger. You hear one of them say, this is the yes but, by the way. The main dude. You have killed Bartholomew. We require payment. A dangerous edge to his voice. We will take the scythe instead of one of your lives. It's a question. Action is on you guys. What did he say? I can't hear shit. Yeah, Tony's sitting there like, what? It echoes. Um, is there anything else? Uh, do you feel comfortable with that, Simon? Well, right now, I think our lives are more important. This scythe may be able to help, but... Let us all pass through, and I will be the last one, and I'll turn around and hand you the scythe. What do you bid? I will be guarded, <clears throat> because I know that it's... Um, because even though it's not necessarily the best idea, it's the one that will get us past this group. And you're in Guardian? Guarded. Guarded. Uh, as you bid that, there's a twisted smile that appears on this man's face. You can tell it's a good deal for him. But there's something deeper. He hates whatever you're holding. Like, that is anathema. That's what you're going to get from it. This is something that hurts them and he wants it so this that is might, an excellent deal that might uh, be the only thing holding him back simon <clears throat> tony this is going to be part of the yes bet of nord your hearing is there it you just got the tinnitus going on mariah has moved over to you and she's like pulling on your sleeve like almost with all of her weight She's shaking. Obviously scared. Uh, one of these things is eyeballing her. Pretty hardcore. 
and you, as you look over, Tony, you notice its eyes are like filled with blood. Like it's been like smashed in the face or something. And you can tell it's losing its own control. The blood on Nord, Mariah is there. Tony, what do you do? I tell Mariah to get behind me. And Tony points the gun at this guy. So describe, like actually do it and describe to them what they see. You see Tony physically move Mariah behind him. Behind him. Look the uh, look the thrall, if you will, in the eyes, and point a gun at the thrall. Uh, Simon, you definitely see it. Nor do you see movement. Uh, Mariah does this. You 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 tell her, Tony. Um, you hear the leader say, I said, stop. As Tony, you see this guy visibly shaking, losing his willpower as you look him dead in the eyes. You may throw down. This will be mine. As he says, and anyone who's listening can hear, bring the little one to me. The threshold for this command is two. Thanks, Ari. If you fail it, uh, you are compelled to do it. I got a one. Do you do anything to increase that? Uh, Do we have our proficiencies back? Uh, you have all that you you had from last game. So you got your abilities. If they, you know we, how to play this game. We haven't <laughs> yeah. started a new scene. Do what? I just said we hadn't started a new scene. Yeah, ninja gear, proficiencies, abilities, and breath. I will a uh, bit of violence. Yeah. Yeah. Take, make a re-roll one of those dice. <clears throat> All right, yeah, that's two successes now. With Limbo, Tony, you feel yourself hearing these words, speaking them, actually. Or are you? Is it your voice? He's just staring at you. As Mariah is like pulling against you, She's like, what are you doing? As you find yourself having pulled her a little bit closer to the guy, as you kind of catch yourself. There's still this connection to this guy, though. This is the yes, but when he says, bring her to me. You're fighting the impulse, but like you kind of want to. Like what he says it makes sense. Yeah, but you disagree with it. Actions yeah. on you all. I start to um, move 
because I saw that happening. So I start to move and get in between to try to get in between Tony and Mariah and this creature. And I'm as I'm doing so, I'm going to be like, guys, go towards the guy. He will let us past. And once you all get past him, I will come by and <clears throat> let him have the scythe. You see the leader reach out his hand, palm out. It actually, his palm actually has hair on it, like furry palms. As he reaches out and opens up the way for you. And he says in a bit of a worried voice or strain, you should listen to your friend. And he's staring at Nord. Yeah, I, I grab uh, Tony and Mariah, uh, Tony by the collar and Mariah uh, and start pulling him back towards the door. You do. As you get past this guy, uh, Nord, there's the smell of a grave. Uh, he's he's rather tall. Uh, how tall is Nord? He's probably six something, six two. Tall dude. Yeah, this guy. This guy's about. He's about six five. He's pretty tall. He's like Christopher Lee tall, right? Which I think he's really tall. Anyway, his his clothes are moth eaten. They're very 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 nice, but they're moth eaten and decrepit at the, at the fringes and the edges. As you all scuttle by, he just sort of breathes or exhales, or is it a chortle? You know, um, on the way out, I'm going to be like, there's a room full of guys uh, just over here. Uh, they're all locked in, so, you know. What do you I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, I will bid... <laughs> Asshole. Um, <laughs> is that a trait that I have? Um, I will bid. Uh, it worked. <laughs> it worked in the past. I will bid uh, my period of life, which is hardened. As you Actually, did that. No, I'll bid. I'll bid a flaw, which is bleak. Yeah. As you bid your flaw, bleak, bleakly saying this. lightning fast his hand grabs your shoulder and with the strength of 20 men pulls you to him you may throw down to resist this i will do my best is that uh the grace orbron grace or uh, Tony, it is, it's literally a blur. Uh, you hear Mariah go, Whoa! I'm assuming my back, my back Simon, to it you, because I'm watching the other vampire. Yeah, you, you've turned your back. You hear a, something happened, like a, something happened, but it was, it was incredibly fast. You can look, of course. I will try and glance, quick glance without taking my eyes off the windows of to try to do advancing. That. Uh, <coughs> Nord. 
Oh, what did I get? Uh, well, I can I use that free? Uh, give me a, a in tunnel proficiency to reroll a, a die, or does that not count for this? Sure. All right. Okay, so that's four. As he grabs your shoulder and pulls you to him, but at the last moment, you're able to just wriggle free as you're lifted up off the ground and deposited in front of him. Uh, There's some scratches on your shoulder and the shirt's ripped. As he's looking at you, looking down at you in this iconic arch like a, like a cat or like a like a jaguar or something baring his teeth which of course are sharp where where are they they're just uh, around the corner they're locked in it's the other door as he looks and he says in a somehow foul-sounding language. Perhaps it's... Actually, uh, you can better throw down the note since you know so many languages. Uh, and, I'll, Tony, I'll, you could as well. I'll bid... Um, since you're right there. I'll bid my uh, ch- child of the world. Throw down. Tony, you going to bid or throw down? Again, does Tony hear any of this? Yeah, you have a little tinnitus, but you're right there. You can hear it. All right. <clears throat> He's also calling it out. So technically, Simon, you can hear it too. Uh, that's three successes. You will know it. Simon doesn't know foreign language. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a foreign language. It sounds like kind of a, a weird European language, maybe. Three successes uh, with a ten. So that gives you flair. You get to uh, um, recover a proficiency or a trait. Yeah, forgot. Tony, it's a dead language, you know. At first, maybe you're like, "Is that Latin?" It's not Latin. Something close to Latin, but there's there's like it has that feel of language, but there's something to it that's that's not Latin. It's very old, at least a couple thousand years old. A couple thousand years old? A couple thousand years old. Well. Yeah. Nord, you actually do identify it. It is the language they spoke in Carthage. So, when was the Carthage? When did Carthage get sacked? Was it 400 BC? Or was it earlier? I thought it was a little later. I mean, the final sacking and incorporation yeah, in the Roman Empire. 151 BC. 151? Okay, so Rome. Or 146. Oh, I'm conflating. Uh, when, when the movie 300 was supposed to take place, was that 400? Yeah. I'm not sure. The Punic Wars, the siege of of uh, Carthage is 151 BC. Carthage 151. raised a large army. 
was Hannibal, right? It is... Or was Hannibal dead? I can't remember. A good <clears throat> Anyway, we can get to it. Nord, it's cool for you to look up because this is literally the information you would have. Okay. Um, yeah, you can hear it is Carthaginian. I don't actually know what language they spoke in. Kunik. 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 Kuniform. Oh, yeah, I do speak Kuniform. This dead language, and he says, Go now. As the other three race by you, Simon. In uh, it smells like an old fart as they move past. The one doesn't. You can see him flexing his his fingers. His knees are trembling. His eyes, it's like they're filled with blood and are actually kind of like dripping down. And he's staring down like at your crotch, it looks like. But you realize it's where Mariah was standing. Go. Go now, he says, the leader, to this guy. The guy sort of shakily looks up at him. And Simon, this will be your detective still active. This guy's going to lose it. Okay. I'm going to start, like, as they're moving past, I'm still holding the scythe, like, up, like, ready to, for when this guy comes at me, because I know he's going to. But I'm yep. going to try to get, I'm going to move back as quick as possible without running and backwards. So that way I can try and get onto the other side of the boss so the boss can restrain him. If he does. But does anyone try to do that time? before he... Um, I will spend yeah. cunning. I think I'll also spend <clears throat> cunning. Uh, Mariah is with you, Tony. Leah, we are going to get to you soon. Uh, Nostalgic says 147 BC was the fall of Carthage. Hmm. So the war just took a while. Yeah. Uh, hey, Nostalgic, when did Hannibal get killed? Right. So, who, if you spent cunning, actions on you? Now, I am going to, because I got pulled in, is that correct? Uh, so, the leader, I wish you guys knew his name. <laughs> the leader was 50 feet away from you guys in mm -hmm. the continuation of the tunnel. Tony, Mariah, and Nord, you guys are all over there. Simon is about 60 feet away, back where you came from. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm going to just... The other, the other creatures ran down and they're gone. Yeah. I'm going to pull Tony and Mariah close to me as possible and see if we can pull them out the door, out of this yeah. room. <clears throat> yeah, as you, as you go down uh, the sewer... You see, at the end of the sewer is another door, barreled ceiling. It's another 50-some-odd feet away. Uh, littered here and there is just general detrit detritus that's been washed up, little bits and pieces of, you know, what would ever go off the, the storm drain. Um, you might be able to find something of worth down here, but you'd be sifting through drainage. Uh, if you want with that bid, what, what did you bid? You didn't bid. You you dropped cunning. 
if you bid, you can get to the door and perhaps open it. Otherwise, you'll be moving with the, the cunning and you'll I'll, be. I'll, I'll get the out uh, to, to try to pull them along. I'll, I'll maybe I'll, I'll take my no- the blood off of my nose and I'll throw it down. I mean, I know he can see me, but, you know, I don't know. He's he's in a frenzy. Maybe he'll smell that blood. I'll, like, I'll take my. We'll give that. <clears throat> go on, go on. I'll take my coat and I'll, like, quickly, like, pull it off with blood on it. And I'll just water it up and throw it the other way. Uh, so that will be a, considered an aid. Um, so what do you bid to do it? Fake out. Fake out, and what aspect guy do you give Simon? Uh, I'll give him, I guess, my race, which is a D8. Yep. Uh, so, Simon, if you throw down, which you're likely going to, uh, you will get an extra D8. Okay. Uh, nostalgic said 138 BC was when Hannibal committed suicide. So he did commit suicide. Um, Nord pulls you, Tony. And Mariah follows in like a little train as you guys get down almost to the door. Um, it's a very similar door as before. Very old ceiling, large wooden door, just like you saw. Nord, it's likely trapped. Simon, you bid cunning. What are you doing? As Nord yeah. flings this jacket, you do notice the creature turn his attention to the jacket. He's still paying attention to you, but he is distracted. I'm backing away like you would do a wild animal. And I'm going to say to the boss, I'm like, if he attacks me, I'm going to defend myself. Do not slay him. He warns you as you're moving towards the boss. Yes, because I'm backing towards him, uh, keeping my eyes on him. Your life is worth far less than his. As he's taking a couple steps forward slowly towards him. Do you do anything else? Because you dropped cunning. You you have moved. Remember you yeah, did? Yeah. Um, I will, well, I'll, resi- I'll bid resilient to move faster. <clears throat> you move slowly and steadily, almost like a Tai Chi master, but slow, I should say, calculated movements, but you're able to almost slide uh, back, totally balanced, quickly as you pass the leader, and you're almost to the mouth of this 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 tunnel, about 50-some-odd feet away from the rest of the group, as this creature springs with blinding speed. As you blink, just for a moment, your eyes are like, maybe you maybe you force yourself to not blink. Your eyes are like watering up. You see him blip, and he's over top Nord's jacket. The jacket's in his mouth. As he flings it, his head back and forth like a dog, it's ripped to shreds. And within the same blink, he's lunging through the air at you, 50 feet. You can throw it down. Okay. Just be grace or brown. Or mind, mm-hmm. depending on what you want to do. Ten and... Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Now, as you be, as you throw down, what is the action you're attempting to take? Um, I'm you going to whatever aspect you want. It's just what are you trying to do here? He is attacking. I'm, I'm doing grace. Um, I would be trying to, um, like, hit him, but not vitally. Like, go for an arm or okay. or a leg. Yeah. So that way like, it's, it's enough it's to cause shot. some pain to make him, to make him stop. Uh, so or, um, throw down your mishap die first. So this is a d6. Okay. So as it's a cold shot, it has a, a chaos die. Okay. That's not a one. I uh, and go ahead and throw it down. Let's... Uh, Leah, would you roll me a d10? And Tony, would you roll me a d8? Five. Two. Threshold is three. Your fellow players were were nice to you. No, I mean I rolled a two, not two yeah. successes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That that's kind. Leah, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared for what's coming at you. Okay. Let's see. I and I was pointing <coughs> them to the the orgy room, by the way. Just oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it's really going to be an orgy in there now. Uh, I've only got three successes, so it's Limbo. And so I, it's Limbo. Yep. I Remember you have your D8 from stuff. Nord. I know, I did. Yep. This guy leaps forward. You slash him in the arm. He howls, spinning in the air. The leader grapples this guy. You hear bones crunch as he squeals in pain. And as you have attacked, so this is the yes, you succeed. Go ahead and roll damage. As you have attacked this fellow, Bartholomew, with this dreaded scythe. Three damage. And then uh, roll another d6. That's two on the die. Yep. I told you as the leader whips his hand back like a bitch slap and tries to catch you. Go ahead and throw it out again. This would be dex or grace. Or you can attempt to attack the leader. Um, um, well, as I'm, as I'm trying to dodge, yep. I am going to say it was a non- I was not trying to kill him. It's not lethal. <laughs> yeah, it's not lethal. Um, sorry, what did you say again? Uh, it depends what you're trying to do. If you're trying to dodge, Grace, you're trying to block Grace. it, Brown. Uh, Leo, would you throw me down a d10? Nord, would you throw me down a d8? That one was a nine. One success. So threshold of six. Yeah, that's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got no successes. So that's a... Yeah. You put no successes. On? Huh. You put I can't on? do any... Um, Remember you have the uh, you have the aid from Nord, the D eight. It lasts for your. Uh, uh, for the oh, round. Okay. Well, that that would only give me two successes. Two uh, damage. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm going to spend breath to get to limbo. All right. Um, what aspect were you using, Grace or Brom? I was using Grace. As you get hit with a Mack truck, um, but you're able to have perhaps the uh, the scythe up as he swings wildly at you. There's a moment where he flinches and doesn't want to touch it, but he catches uh, your chest. The The creature in his arms is consumed with with Nord's jacket, like sucking on the blood, distracted. As he hits you in the chest, you take uh, half the damage since it's uh, limbo. Hey, Leah. <laughs> Will you throw down a D10? Nice. As clack. Uh, that's oh, one on the die. Yeah. Clack. Simon, um, you describe this. You take one damage. Hey. So, <laughs> as he's uh, swinging back on me, like, I've got the scythe in one hand, and I just kind of throw my coat up with the other because I used a bid my coat to <laughs> to film miserably still. And uh like gently stuff. Yeah. And so it's like he hits the coat underneath and grazes me. Mm. Uh because I guess in the the mix of him not wanting to hit this and still trying to hit me solve the thing so he didn't hit me square in the chest. He just grazed me. <clears throat> As you don't even move back, um from the from the blow, he swings wildly. That happens as he spins around, huddling, like cradling this guy who's just manic, like a like a wild animal. He looks up at you. He clearly cares. Detective still active about this Bartholomew. As he says, "Go, leave the scythe." Now. I'll give you this. Detective Detective is still up for this. Mm. You are aware this guy has his hands literally full. And he's not going to let this guy go. He's not going to let Bartholomew go. Because right. Bartholomew has lost his shit. You could get away without leaving the scythe. But... There you yeah. go. So I'm going to let you think about that. Leah, we're going to go there. 
you have just sent Mariah with Tony down to meet Nord and Simon. Uh, the room, the office is filled with the humidity of newly spilt blood. Maybe you find... What are your derangements? And how many ticks do you have in them? Uh, my only derangement that I've taken is ticks, and I have four. <laughs> okay. You've seen... Well, actually, I'll just say it. I'm, I'm trying to get away from just references. You find your hand... This is a reference to something. If you know it, then you get that. You're, you find your hand holding the gun, shaking. As you look down, Leah, you're just exiting the, the office. You see them leave through the mirrored door. You're closing the door behind you. You look down and see your hand literally just shaking like you have like Parkinson's or something. As it, you don't really even feel it. Like as you don't feel the muscles moving, you're not moving it. Your hand is actually shaking. Yeah, I pre like just personally, I imagined Leah's ticks probably ending up being more of like a tapping, like a persistent tapping on something. Yeah. <clears throat> Leah would. And in fact, she does that too. It's like chopsticks. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leah will. Um, with her other hand, we'll, you know, we'll grab, you know, the, her hand and the gun and just sort of, um, you know, stops. shake her head a bit. It stops. When you grab your hand, you have control. Maybe you, I don't know if this has ever happened, like when you have a muscle twitch and you're like, what the fuck? And it fades. But there for a moment, like, there was like this weird bodily... Leah knows what this is. She's seen this happen. This is the kind of stress that is on your body that's disconnected from your mind. Your mind is disconnected from whatever's happening in your body. This is ticks four. So, little mechanics. As you go up derangements, as you get those, those checkboxes, there's points where you start losing control. When you get to five, it gets really bad. And six, you almost are unplayable as a character. You have to switch derangements. So it's a way of going insane. If you get to six ticks, like, you're not insane, but you can almost, like, the player loses control of it. So you have to switch. So at this point, if you lose another uh, sanity, or if you gain a derangement, you can go to five, but understand that you're going to start losing control. Do you want to move the derangement? Yeah. In that way, when people in this game go crazy, they go really, really, really crazy. Right, so Leah has ticks four. Uh, you might even find yourself murmuring as you stop your hand, maybe even singing a little tune really quietly to yourself. Uh, you're in the hallway now, in the back. The music is loud. There's applause at the same time. It's this discordance 
the jazz is really, really loud, almost violent. Uh, the way the bass is going, this like vroom, vroom, vroom. And people are applauding in the middle of the set. Uh, beyond that, still, clinically still in this back room, the fluorescent lights are on. Weirdness. You still have a stock room off to the right. You've got uh, a couple closets. Um, looks like there's maybe a room at the end of the hallway that you guys haven't gone into. And then there's the kitchen and then out back. You are in your dress. What do you do? Uh, on you. So I feel like this might be actually be, be fun character development moment. Um, Leah I having in the face. <laughs> no, um, Leah uh, uh, will um, after seeing her body basically viscerally react to, to all the things that have happened over the last few days. Uh, she'll actually take a second to take stock and look around at what she's actually done. Because you know she 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 recognizes that she has not actually given it much thought what she's been doing the last few days. She came you know she came to this country to get away from all this, and how Gary it's easily she has sort of fallen back into her old ways of just you know killing people without really thinking much about it. Um, and she'll sort of sit there looking at, you know, presumably the, you know, probably some splatters of blood on her dress and obviously mm. the blood on the ground and the bodies. Um, <coughs> and she'll almost start panicking um, internally, just sort of thinking about uh, what all she's actually done, like really. Make a sanity roll. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll say that the office door is actually open, so you're halfway in the office and halfway in the, the hallway. Uh, so the standard roll on this is going to be threshold four, which is how many ticks you have in your... I mean, how many boxes you have in your, your ticks derangement. Uh, here are the stakes, though. If you can pass it, you will recover one of those boxes as in this moment of you actual of Leah actually dealing with her demons and regaining some connect, connection and control she'll actually heal a derangement uh, but you gotta you gotta beat four limbo will mean that you don't take any derangements and you don't take any flaws I will spend a expression uh, proficiency to see if I can yep. bump this up a little bit. I'm not sure if I can e even can. Like, actually. Yep, that is so we'll see. likely the case. Four is really high. Remember, you have ninja gear. And remember, if you do something okay. truly zany, you get a chaos die, too. See, I see. I got... So I, ma I, I just maxed out both dice, but it's still only four. Yeah, so that's Limbo. So now what you need to do is, do you have any abilities that can add, and or do you have ninja gear? Oh, the only thing I have is Master at Arms. Oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I did get the uh, the one um, uh, trait, I guess, on the 38 Revolver, the one I've been using the rune rounds on it, called Soul Bond. 
I guess I could Sounds do that. To see. You just have to make it make sense. You got to get creative with it. Um, and you know that's probably the the pistol that Leah's been mostly using, even if she's not using necessarily the rune round. Um, so go ahead and throw that down, and we'll see what the result is. Okay, so what would I throw down for that? Uh, how many traits does the gun have on it? Just the one. So it'd be a D6. Okay. What kind of gun is it? Uh, 38 revolver. So that was a six, so that's... Um, yeah, so you're five. A <clears throat> one, yeah, yeah, five. All right, so describe you getting to Limbo, realizing what's going on. How does that... How does that that rune round gun tip you into success. Describe that scene. So Leah, you'll actually, you'll get, she, Leah will have a flashback to her first ever assassination, like the aftermath, um, you know, sitting in uh, the debriefing room, cleaning her gun after she got done with her first job and her uh, mentor comes in, you know, seeing that she's, a bit disturbed by what, you know, having killed her, her first, you know, person in a personal manner. Mm. Um, and he'll, you know, sit down next to her and, uh, tell, you know, put his hand on her shoulder and say, uh, if you, if you let it get to you, that fire inside you will, will burn your soul. It'll destroy you. You have to learn to, to ignore it, to let it go, to pretend, you know, to not let that fire burn you. And if you... As, go on, go on. Oh, no. Um, you have to learn to to ignore it, to, you know, to put it somewhere else. <clears throat> Don't let it touch your soul because you'll, you'll be consumed and you'll, and you'll, you'll never be able to live as a normal human being again. As you remember this, maybe... You're in between the door. You're in the door jam. The door's open. Your foot's holding it open. Left side of the body, hearing the music in the hallway, fluorescent light in this sterile, weird hallway. It's quiet uh, in, in that regard. The body room that you have just left. And maybe even a hard, not hard target. What's that? I keep on doing references, Ken. We're just going to keep on doing references. Uh... Like femme fatale moment. La femme Nikita is what I'm thinking of. Where you kind of like pop down into a squat back up against the door jam. You know, with the gun up against the forehead or something. The cool uh, feeling of the gun. And you're remembering this. And Leah, you learn something. Now, what you learn is, is for you to decide. You're going to gain a trait. It's not a flaw, it's a trait. But it needs to be something along these lines. Your mentor was wrong. He was halfway right, or she. They were halfway right. You can't let it burn you. But their advice was, ignore it. Put it somewhere else. But the thing is, you have a daughter. And that was the scene. She saw what happened. And you realized... Whatever you want to there. Ignoring it isn't going to work. Because you can't go insane. 
if you do, Horizon Orphan. So however Leah forms that, take time with it, do what you want, but you have a free trait now. You can make whatever you want. You can wait to decide, decide what it is, but you got that. You will recover, you will heal one derangement. So you can get three instead of four. As maybe cold sweats, like a fever just broke, whatever the realization is or is coming to, maybe you've moved past your mentor at this point into a greater wisdom. The action is on you. What are you doing? Uh, well, uh, well, well, sort of, yeah, now that she said she's sort of crouching, she'll uh, turn the revolver over in her hand for a second. And uh, yeah, particularly after seeing her daughter lunge on that waiter, um, you know, with the knife, she'll she'll look at her hand and a gun and um, say, no, I won't, I won't let it burn me either, but I definitely won't let it burn her. Um, and she'll, uh, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll tightly grip the pistol and push herself back up. Um, and she'll, She'll have this sort of shift in feeling. It's not a lack of resolve. It's a... It's a different kind of resolve. It's not a disassociative... It's not it's the like same kind of disassociate. Yeah, it's not the same kind of disassociative... Um, apathy that she's had towards the you know the killing that she's been doing over you know and it's not that she doesn't still feel that she needs to protect her daughter it's that she doesn't just want to be a killer anymore she doesn't all want this is you know doing. she <clears throat> yeah developing and this will take a little bit of time you happen to look up and see the clock in this room. It says, it says 11.55. Down in the sewer. Simon, you move back. What do you do with this scythe? Oh, I'm still, I'm still holding on to it till we get to the other side of the door. Uh, Nord, remember that these are probably booby trapped down here. I remember. So be careful when you open it. Uh, I'll, I'll tell uh, Tony and and Mariah to stand back. And Nord will we'll lock the door as Mariah kind of moves forward. Nope. Uh, Tony, grab Mariah really quick and get her away from the immediate opening of the door. Uh, and once everybody's pretty far away from the door, Nord's going to run by the door and just yank on the doorknob as hard as he can and pull it out and, like, move away from the door. Where you been? Uh, I will... <laughs> I will bid... Uh, I will bid... Uh, I guess... 
It worked in the past. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and throw it down. It's a pretty high uh, one. Uh, yeah. your, <laughs> you're doing the good good. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm just... I'm going to, like, pull the door open and, like, dive off to the side. Yeah. It's some, uh, it's threshold is four. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, to activate quick and dirty, I guess, because that's that's my thing. Uh-huh. Um, um, <coughs> Simon, you notice as Nord does this, you, you realize what he's doing. There's probably the, I don't know what Simon feels. But uh, whatever the feeling is that's visceral, he feels. And right at the last second, Simon, you know, it's going to set off the trap. You look up and see the trap that Nord is now setting off. The guess you might have is that it's not the same as the two previous. As you look up and see, the ceiling will give way. On whoever's in front of the door, and you just see like these, like a, a a net, and a bunch of boulders that are going to crush Nord if he fails this uh, this threshold. What'd you get, Nord? Doom uh, me down! Holy crap! I got I got a ten on one of them, and so I got three. Four successes. No, wait. Yeah, four successes. Um, th- this one's different. And on that note, uh, Vamp redeemed Hydrate. So. Oh yeah, I need to get some. Right, thank you, Vamp. No, this one's different. Um. Do you just say that casually? As he swings. It well, open? I'm. Uh, I'm going to bid connections mm. and I will give him uh, wits, with it, which is a D8. Nice. In order to get a D8 extra die. Oh, nice. Tony, are you doing anything? You're seeing all this. You're holding on to Mariah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead I... Nord. So I will... Before I figure out uh, which ninja gear... I can actually use. I will implore everyone watching to like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Implore away. (laughs) To implore. I will get a baton out. Because you whip whip out a baton. Uh, Norge, what'd you get? Uh, I got the the movement proficiency (laughs) that I'm going to use to re-roll. Oh, I think, yeah. Uh, I got an additional so that's five successes as Nord <coughs> you get a choice do you go through the door or do you jump off to the side um I was probably gonna jump off the side alright uh, as you leap off to the side Simon saying what he does Nord you look up you see the rocks falling as yeah. you leap off dust <laughs> as all these boulders fall down uh could have easily killed you definitely would have hurt you really bad as they don't block the door but you're good you guys are gonna have to belly crawl over them 
to get through the doorway. Uh, Simon, you should be activating the doors. You're Mariah. It's not a me thing. I'm I could have done it. <laughs> Who opens a door like that anyway? I, all the doors are dangerous. It's I've been I've been classically conditioned to do this, uh, Mariah. Mariah looks up at you, Tony. He's dangerous. That's probably true. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're not going anywhere. This is the least dangerous of all of them. And it is pretty dangerous. (sighs) Gee, house. You get the next one, Simon. Go on, go on through. Sounds good. I think we should get out of here. Like, so you belly crawl through. Uh, Tony, do you go as well? Uh, yes. Mariah easily jumps in after Tony, or after more than Tony. Simon, you're there alone. You see 50, 60 feet away. The leader has calmed Bartholomew. He's still holding on to him. Like, like he had like a grandma seizure or something as he slowly looks up at you. This is a moment of decision. What do you do? Um, my word's my word. And I'll start to backwards belly crawl kind of through the thing. And as I do, I will leave the scythe there. The last thing you hear and see <clears throat> ever. No, the last thing you hear and see, Simon. His eyes flash red and then down. Well met. Simon. My name is Corthon LaBranche. Corthon LaBranche. Your word is true. You will have a friend if you need one. And then you hear a what's going on oh my god ah! and like the screaming of cattle being slaughtered and sheep ripping and tearing of flesh a horrible sound coming from deep down the hallway whence you came as maybe something sour within you stirs maybe like in the pit of your stomach the horrors you can only imagine. <gasps> Damn it. Threshold is two. And now sanity is wits or mind? Mind. Mind, yeah. It technically can be other things, but it is normally mind. These pictures are so cool. Well, I got two, so I met Limbo. Jit Limbo, uh, what is one of your flaws dealing with the situation? Uh, uh, I would probably say Night Terror or Reach for, um, but I'm my flask is empty right now. We'll say Night Terror. As you realize, something horrible is happening. Something horrible is about to happen. You feel yourself start sweating. Almost uncontrollable thoughts of what what did they mean? 
what happens at midnight, the, the two by two hands of blue guys. What, the, what is going to happen? As you feel yourself almost panic a little bit, but you're able to calm yourself. Just this buzz in the brain. The shadows are dangerous. There are things down here in the deep places. And where you're going, there's a sinking feeling. Let's take a break. We'll take a five minute. Uh, when we start back up, I'm going to jump on to Leah's scene, figure out what's going on there. Uh, you guys are five minutes from midnight. It's about to be on. Yeah, us and the doomsday clock. That's right. Actually, I think uh, it's right. shorter than five minutes at this point. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for watching. We'll be back in just about five minutes. Uh, yep. You've been you've been listening, watching, enjoying uh, Dreadlores, the Red Rit, uh, with our cast: Bill Bunkum, Andrea Elliott Johnson, Daniel Hulker, Drizzle, and Ken Howell. Uh, and a lovely special thanks to the score uh, that you're probably listening to a little bit, very faintly in the background right now by all uh, our case letters. Soupy Jones, Soupy Jones said that they love the ambient music. So, oh well, thank you. Uh, that is very sweet. Uh, please uh, consider joining our Patreon, uh, uh, Dreadlore's Patreon. Uh, we really can't do this stuff, progress any further, or do any other things than we're doing right now without the, the support and love from Tim Roberts, Daniel Hulker, and Nostalgic. Remember, these people pay us to do this and anybody else watching this gets to see it for free. So thanks, Tim, Daniel, nostalgic couch fire media media um, brings some art and media and to replay productions as uh, the designer of the game uh, dread lore. And the reason that we have the red writ we'll be back in about five minutes. Uh, so please uh, hang out. Thank you.